Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Peer Support Podcast, our first year. Um, I'm Peer Mentor Casey, and for today's episode, I just want to take some time to recap my adventure in Hamelberg, Germany. Um, this I just want to reflect on this really great time I had um, an opportunity I got through um, the CUP program at Columbia. So the CUP program is uh, a music program at the school and it just stands for Contemporary Urban Popular Music. And as a senior in the CUP program, I was able to have this really amazing trip in Germany um, where I got to just work on creativity my musicianship and make new international friends. Um, and so I had this opportunity with a small group of my friends that are also in the program and two of my professors. And we all took part in this international winter band camp and production camp. Um, and basically this camp is held in a week um, in winter um, and it includes musicians, artists and producers and professionals and professors from Chicago the Netherlands, Dublin, Germany, and just a bunch of cool European music schools. So um, this just is really exciting. I was so nervous to do it, but I'm so glad I did. And the point of this camp was just to collaborate and build musical collaborators and friends and mentors and peers and just the idea of making a whole week dedicated to music and community. So. Um, I'll get more into that later. I just want to start off by just recapping um, my day. So the first day um, was Friday, um, February 24th. And me, my friend Alexia and Ethan, we all went to Midway Airport um, and met up with one of her professors, Nick, um, to embark on our journey to Germany. Um, the flight was about nine hours long. Um, I personally did not get much sleep on the ride over, and I don't think Alexia or Ethan did, and I'm sure Nick got a lot of sleep. So after like about a nine hour flight, um, we arrived in Germany on the second day on Saturday, and we landed in Frankfurt airport, very jet lagged, but we survived. Um, this was not the most exciting day because we spent the, <laughs> most of the day being tired but also a great amount of the arrival was spent at airport at the airport because um one of the other students um that was joining us from Columbia um Skyla they were on a different flight than ours which was kind of funny but um we had to wait for them and then we all took a shuttle to um the music academy which is in Hamburg Germany where we stayed for this camp um, and us, the Americans, were the only one, only ones from the other schools that were partaking in the camp to arrive first. So it gave us time to adjust to the time difference. Although our one professor, Tiffany, told us that we should definitely try to stay up. I did not listen. I ended up crashing as soon as we had um, lunch, I think, there. I went back to sleep for about six hours. Um, because the jet lag just took over and I did not get any sleep on the plane. So 
Saturday night was kind of boring. We had planned to go sightseeing in the town. There's like a town outside where we were staying about 15 minutes, but I was asleep. Um, and my roommate, who I was sharing a room with for that week, Alexia, did not wake me up. <laughs> but um, the third day was where things really started to kick off. Um, so this was Sunday, and this is um, where all the other students and teachers and professors from the other um, schools came. Um, and again, this whole um, camp was fairly organized by Pop Academy, which is a German um, music school that Columbia does a lot, does some exchange programs with, and we have like a really good relationship um, with Pop Academy, especially like the music program. So our music programs collab a lot. Um, and so um, the night is where things kicked off. We even had another Columbia friend, my um, great friend, Liam Taylor, who actually did a whole semester out in Germany. He came for this trip again, um, this week trip. So it was great because I got to catch up with him. Um, and that was really cool. So he came along for this trip too. And I'm so glad he did. Um, so that night, that night on Sunday was just dedicated to everyone getting to know each other and introducing ourselves. Because the whole point again was to either be in a band or be on a production team. So a band obviously is just like, you know, you, you're recording, you're not, we're not, we're not recording, we're performing music um, and writing. And then for production, it's recording and writing, mostly focused. So you can choose if you wanted to be on either of those teams. Um, so they had all the artists, so like the singer songwriters showcase stuff, um, just a few minutes of their work. And then they also had producers show their work too. Um, Instrumentalists didn't really get a chance to show us, but they were involved in picking who they wanted on our team. Uh, singer songwriters also got to pick who was on their team. You would pick like out of the, you would probably pick other songwriters. So I picked three other songwriters that I like to work with. And then producers picked artists too in the instrument So everyone kind of was involved in picking who they wanted to work with. And the professors, after everyone went around to introduce themselves and play something, or just talk about if they wanted to be on a production team or a band team, it was the professor's jobs to kind of take those lists and make their decisions based on who they thought would fit best together. And I would say another cool thing about hearing the different artists and producers is that we got a lot of different talent. So there were rappers, um, there were a lot of singer songwriters, there were a lot of producers, but um, sometimes people's genres weren't just pop, their genres could also be um, R&B, funk, um, hip hop, and, you know, like alt pop. So there was a lot of different varieties, which was really cool to hear other people. Um, primarily, primarily for me, I was more drawn to like the funk R&B um, side of music. Um, and which kind of showed with the people I was paired with. Um, and yeah, again, I chose to work in the band. I do like production teams, but for me personally, I really just like performing a lot lately and making music in real time and with live instruments and just working with others and really collaborating in a live setting. So that's why I was interested in like working with others to perform and arrange music in real time. Um, so after that, 
Um, we did not find about find out about what bands we were put into or what teams were put into until um, the next morning. But after the showcase that probably took place for like and eh, like two hours max, we all collectively went to this place called the Rack Cellar. So the Rack Cellar became kind of like the community foundation of this whole um, whole trip. Um, so. The rock cellar was kind of like this underground little like um, hangout spot. It kind of reflected, you know, like bar or an open mic. Um, and this was a really cool communal space with snacks and live music where you could hear people just jamming in real time, like open mics. Um, and it would be people that you might not really jam with or work with during your week because you weren't on a, on a team with them but it, you just hang out and, and make music and create with other artists and producers and instrumentalists that you might not have have had a chance to work with um so there were jam sessions dj sets just little like fun skits <laughs> um and i went to the rock cellar every night during that week because after like working all day um it was just nice to let loose and have a fun aspect of this creative creative time um and just the community um so on day four was from day four to five were the days focused on writing and basically the end goal of being on these teams were to put on a final showcase on thursday um of like three to four songs your band worked on or three to four songs your production team worked on and just show it to the other people that were on the camp um and you know again the main goal was to build connections, build community, make new friends, make new mentors, make new peers, and just dedicate music. Just be dedicated to music. Um, and that's something I really enjoyed. Uh, it was so fun. So for me, I ended up working with a band again. And my band situation was kind of cool because we had two keyboardists, um, Yoris and Jonas. We had one bassist named Oren. We have a singer named Berber, who was also our guitarist. And we had a drummer named Boss, and another singer named Emma, and then obviously me. Um, and everyone in the band seemed to have a similar style, which was influenced by funk, soul, and jazz, and pop. Um, and my group consisted of people from the Netherlands, from Dublin, and Germany. and um, during our first rehearsal, we focused on Emma, one of the songwriters, and her idea, which really only had really a melody and lyrics, and the band expanded on that with instrumentation, which is really cool to see how we all collaborated to get the ball rolling with our first song. And then after that rehearsal, we would have like a lunch break and then um, just maybe walk around the city, just get to know the other band members more, just talk to them. And, after that, we'd get back to work. And I also want to mention we also had like a band coach. So every like team, production team or um, like band camp or band team had a coach. So our coach, um, he was from the Netherlands, I believe. Um, and he was very hands-on with helping us for the first two days of rehearsal. So after lunch break, we worked on Berber's song, and Berber actually was had the most unique song, I would say, out of the three singer-songwriters because 
his music was um, very alt, like alternative, alternative pop folk, which was really cool. And his melodies and his lyrics were just very beautiful and soothing and just very different than what the other two songs were, but it also fit perfectly at the same time, if that makes sense. Um, and Berber already really had a song. It was just the band adding more form and structure to it. So um, the next day we worked, we just, the next few days, we just really tuned up Emma's and Berber's tunes. Um, and Berber's song, or Emma's song really turned into something more um, that we had to figure out the sound of it because we only really had lyrics and a melody. But it kind of turned into like this Amy Winehouse kind of vibe. Um, it was kind of like pop soul. It was just really cool. I loved singing it. Um, and then for Berber's song, it was again more like folk alt pop. And it was just very beautiful ballad. And Berber's tone and voice was just so beautiful. Um, and then after we finally kind of polished those songs, I had to bring in a song. And for me, I was kind of nervous to bring in my song because I didn't know if I just wanted to write a song from scratch or just bring in a song that has form but could be elaborated on. And I decided to go with a song that needed form um, because um, it was a song that I had been working on and I couldn't really hear the production aspect of it, like the instrumentation or arrangement until I got more ideas from this band, um, from my band that I made here. Um, so that was exciting. And the song that I wrote in was called Love. And like I said, the form, the guitar, the, the, the form and melody and the lyrics were already established. It was just more about the arrangement. Um, and I would say the vibe of the song is more R&B funky with some hip hop inspo. And a last minute decision was made because I think we really started working on that song the day before the final showcase. Um, and we asked Ryan, who was in another band, he's was a hip hop artist. Um, we asked him to drop a verse on my song. So it was really cool to like work with him um, because like during the um, the initial like introduction on that first night where everyone went around introducing their songs, I really did like his vibe. So it was kind of cool that I still got to work with him in some extent. Um, so then the last day we kind of just worked on those three tunes and really solidified them and then also during those three days we also went to the rock cellar every night and had fun adventures meeting the other um students and teachers and just gathering for community and all being in to play this fun game of like music creativity um so again the last day that was our final performance on thursday uh and we like rehearsed one last time and then we took some time to go like sightseeing. Like we went to the town 15 minutes out and me and my friend Ethan grabbed dinner at a pizza joint there. And we just had a really good time. And it was very, um, it was just a very good experience. Um, and back to the final day, um, we rehearsed everything. And then I was just ready to perform in front of others and um, make it a special night after all the hard work that all the students have put in um, and teachers. Um, and we showcased our work. So it was just a fun little like 
showcase that started from eight and I think it ended at midnight of just like production teams and bands and just everyone's sound was so different and inspiring. And I would say every artist and instrumentalist and musician there brought something different. And you could even see how the the band leaders, the the teachers were very happy and interactive in helping us build such like a safe community to express our work. And then also just on like a technical aspect, the whole production was very like well done, like the lighting, the sound, it was just, it was just great. Uh, no complaints at all. Um, and I mean, I would say our performance, cause that's the one I, I remember the most just cause I was on there. Um, it went really well. Um, it was so fun. And I, every time I talked to anyone else, cause I did genuinely like make connections with some of the other musicians and students from um, Europe. And we all agree that we just want to do it again. Like we need to have a reunion because it was just so fun. Um, and just like the idea of building a community and celebrating arts. Um, I don't know, it's something I hold on to gratefully. Um, I hold it's something I hold on to graciously and appreciate um, because I don't know if I'll ever have an experience like that again. And it was just so incredible. Also, I've never been out of the country before. So that was the whole experience. But then being open and welcome to kind arm to kind to kind arms and kind kind souls and intelligent, amazingly creative musicians was just something that I can't take for granted. Um and that was kind of just my recap. So before like I end this, I wanted to just talk about some of the other stuff outside of the music that was really cool. So I mentioned the rock cellar. That was just one of the biggest communal places. I also say there's this really beautiful castle that was close to where we were. And the skyline was just so beautiful. It was so beautiful and oh it was just a dream it just felt real just like even it felt so so real being in that in Hamelberg because it just seemed so like <laughs> not real because the architecture is just beautiful just like the whole visual theme of the area was beautiful um I also got shout out to Alexia um she is one of my friends here in Colombia and we went together and we roomed together in Hamburg, which was really fun. And I got to hang out with some of my other Columbia friends like Liam, who I mentioned before, my friend Ethan and my friend that I had met just on that trip because I didn't really know her, Skyla. I also got to bond with some of my um, professors, specifically Tiffany Collar, um, Miss C, who is the director of vocal studies at Columbia and also my director for my ensemble. It was just incred incredibly nice to, you know, get to know her deeply and just um, have a good time with someone that I kind of consider a mentor. Um, and then I would say just like the outlook after my life had changed going on the strip. And I know that sounds very like dramatic, but I would say it's definitely too true. It's definitely true because one, again, I've never left the country before. And also like just being in an environment with people that are just like-minded, kindred spirits of all we all have like the same goal to build community and to make art and music and just be emerged in this like once in a lifetime 
um, experience. And I would say everyone was willing to work and everyone was willing to make this work, even though it could be hard or be difficult. And it just made me think of how big the world really is um, and that the world can kind of be your oyster in a way. And like made me think that maybe I'd like to go to Europe again, maybe live there one day, maybe take longer trips there and collaborate with more people and visit my new friends and hang out with my old friends. <laughs> um, and before I ended this, I just wanna like give y'all some words that um, people said, I asked some people that were on the trip with me um, some words to describe Hamelberg. Um, so Leon from Chicago said it was eye-opening, centering, fun. Ryan from Dublin said um, lecker, which means tasty in Dutch, and then magic, and crick, which means good, which means which means good fun in Irish. Boss from Belgium said beer, cheesecake, and sleepless. <laughs> Ethan from Chicago said the rock cellar. I feel like the rock cellar is just like a endless inside joke in this episode. Um, and Aaron from Dublin said it was enlightening, rewarding, and motivating. Alexia from Chicago said it was eye-opening, pleasurable, fun, and engaging. Berber from the Netherlands said it was inspiration, change, and love. Emma from Dublin said changed life entirely. And Skyla from Chicago said it's exciting, intensive, and fun. And myself, Casey, says it was beautiful, challenging, and love. So out of all these people that said all these things, I would have to agree with all of them. And that, um, I don't know, I guess my wrap up for this episode is just that Hamelberg was a great um, experience. And that um, when it comes to like taking on new adventures and taking on new challenges or stepping out of your comfort zone, although it's scary and challenging, there can always be people there to uplift you and um, feel feel you and be and feel how you feel because they've been in your shoes and that you should um, you know take that chance no matter what your fears do. Your fears can't hold you. Your fears shouldn't hold you back from taking a a chance on something that could change your life and open you up to new possibilities. And that's what Hamelberg did to me. So thank y'all for. Um, tuning in to this episode. Again, I'm Casey Brown. Um, I'm here peer mentor here at SDI. Um, stay connected with SDI um, and go visit us on our page for more um, updates and just on our events and programs we have going on. And just come to the office, fourth floor, 618 South Michigan Avenue. We're open from 10 to six Monday through Thursday and then Fridays we close a little little earlier. Um thank you. Mm -hmm.